What is going on, people? Welcome back to It's Your World with your host, Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dane Allen, a.k.a. Uptown Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown. (laughs) Man, happy to be back for another week on the show. Just making it, man. Getting through the week, getting through summer. You know, it's been pretty dope. Had a pretty um, interesting week this past week. Uh, you guys checking out the latest episode with April Clark. Really appreciate that because one, one that was one of my favorite episodes because I even talk about her a little bit um, in this episode too. I just realized like, man, I didn't even know she had all this going on. And like April just doing her thing, like really just giving back in her own special way uh, to guys, you know, who are in um, the uh, Department of Corrections and really just doing her thing, man. Like, you can only appreciate that. She's she's traveling, doing art, selling art, and everything like that. Like, that shit is dope as fuck, man. And uh, big ups to April. Thank you, everybody, that checked out this week's episode. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Now, we have a brand new one for you. But, yeah. So, as of right now, it's about Wednesday of um, the following week. If you can put that in your head together, two and two together. Um... Yeah, Kawhi is now a Toronto Raptor. I, I kind of feel like everybody's like saying he doesn't want to be there and everything like that. But I'm gonna be true. But one thing about Kawhi, Kawhi kind of make people around him better a little bit. Like he's quiet, don't really bother nobody. It's a lot of bullshit probably that goes on in the locker room or whatever. But that dude game, he ain't ball dominant. He ain't go, you know, take anybody off their game. If anything, he's going to make you play hard defense because you're going to have to play defense comparatively to what he's got going on. So this dude is really um, – he could take over the Eastern Conference. I'm just going to say it like that. Now, if he stays there for more than a year, highly doubtful. But he gets to be the man in the Eastern Conference for a year, probably lead the East in the All-Star game. Probably put up huge numbers because the talent isn't as good as it is in the West. So, really interested to see what he does there. As you guys know, I think I talked about that last week with uh, LeBron being in L.A. I mean, and, and I know y'all probably listening to this. Y'all like, man, this dude don't never talk about nothing like super serious or whatever. Listen, uh, people, if you have to watch CNN and go through that day in and day out, that should just drain you. <laughs> I can't take it no more. We are literally living in a Tarantino movie. It is that bad. It is that bad. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. So you just got to find your way to escape that a little bit. And then I think now we got what the In My Feelings Challenge going on on Instagram and Twitter and everything. Snapchat. I think the best thing about that is like watching the bloopers. Because you see everybody just trying to do it, and this is really bad. It's like the 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 MI Phillies Challenge, people doing that, it's either going to be, it's hit or miss with those. <laughs> you can't half-ass those. You got to really, you, like I saw Sierra's, I was like, oh, man. And then the crazy thing about it is you see Russell in the background, you know, he don't want none of that. <laughs> he got no moves. It's like, Russ, come on, dog. Where you at? He's just like, hey, man, you know, I'm just letting my boo do it. I'm just going to let her do her thing. When you see that shit, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. Uh, Shiggy's doing his thing, man. Shout out to Shiggy. Um, he got Drake on the bandwagon now. Because I feel like you you set the tone for that song, bro. Just to let you know. Just to let the world know. Every, every, although I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. Shiggy set the set the tone for that song. And it's just taking off, doing big things now. See, dog. 
with a Stephen A. impression. It's ridiculous. And that actually... I don't really comment and stuff. Like, back to Kawhi, I like commenting on uh, Stephen A's page. Because I'm like, dude, listen, let's not forget, the Spurs were kind of just, like, falling apart. I mean, not not necessarily falling apart, but they were just, like, disbanding. So, the Spurs were turning into, let's say, a poor man's Beatles. They were just, like, saying, hey, man, you know what? Everybody's getting old. Let's get the hell up out of here. <laughs> let's just go, you know? Shit like that. But, yeah, this week I got a special guest. She's a comic, she's a graphic designer, she's an artist, she's a photographer, uh, she doodles, um, she sketches, she's, 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 uh, she does a lot of good shit, man. Jess Fang, ladies and gentlemen. Jess is um, amazing, to be honest with you. I um, met her while I was going to class at Second City. I'm taking a stand-up course there. You know, I'm like one of the only stand-ups that's not go. I'm not going to lie. Of course I took a class. I don't want to get on stage and make a fool of myself. Of course. Of course. Of course. Like, took the class. And Jess was in there. She was one of the um, students with me. And she's funny. She's very funny, actually. And she's a person that I met. And you don't really meet these type of people that much um, throughout your life. But not necessarily, you know what? You might, you might. This is the thing. You can meet people like Jess who are really good at things that they do. You know, they might do, like, one thing. They might do another thing. You might, okay, cool. But this woman does a lot of different stuff. She does a whole lot of things, and she's pretty damn good at what she does. Like, this is damn near impossible to be as good as she is at some of this stuff. And then, like, to say, you know, it was something that I picked up. It was something that I just thought I'd try. Like, Wow. And it's amazing work. She talks about some stuff that she did where she picked up, it's like a wood-burning type of deal. And I, I crack a joke like, man, you know, was it Groupon? You know, she's like, yeah, huh, yeah, but I'm good. Like, that's how it was. Like, the whole tone of the interview changed. She's like, yeah, it was wood-burning. It was a Groupon, but I'm amazing. I'm like, oh, shit, you are. You just sold a piece of artwork for something that you just tried for the first time, and you were good at it. But, yeah. We have a good conversation here. We talk about a lot about her just finding her way in art, graphic design, and all that stuff, and just really figuring out who she is as an individual, and then taking that and in turn um, following a dream, making money off the dream. And then another thing that's pretty amazing about Just to Me, she told me that um, the main thing that comes to mind when she's doing her work is how she relaxes. And I'm like, usually when people relax, they're just not doing nothing. Like they, when they relax, they got their feet kicked up. When you relax, there's usually a recliner, you know, like a mojito or something on your side. You got the sun in the background. I'm painting a picture for you people. But when I say that, she says, I do this shit to relax. And she's good at it. She's got signed on to do different things on um Different restaurants, her dining doodles. Like you can go to her Instagram page and check that out too. Uh, it's um, at J J E S S F A N G. Um, check her out, guys. And she's also done a few showcases with me, doing some stand up and stuff like that. She always kills. Like her stories, she says it's all embarrassing moments and things like that. But she's pretty damn good at what she does. Um, she's solid. Uh, and, and, and that's one of the things that, I don't know, maybe I'm kind of like pushing a little bit more into it. It's like, hey, man, you know, what if you actually sat down 
and really try to write and stuff. And that's the one thing about stand-up. Everybody thinks they can do stand-up, and everybody thinks they can be funny. And she's basically saying, like, you know, sometimes I get up there and just say embarrassing shit that happened to me. And when I think about people that talk about stand-up and do stuff like that, I think about the people, like, not, not the people, but I think about that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. When Will thought he could just be the comic, he could be a comedian, he went up on stage, and it was just like the longest four minutes of his life. <laughs> but like Jess actually kills it, man. She does pretty well when we um have the showcases. She actually, she it's it's funny because we have such a wide variety of different comics when we do our showcases with all the people that we know from Second City, and she's she's usually one of the best stand-ups that we have on on the uh, on the show list. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you subscribe and review. If you make it this far, subscribe and review. Leave a five-star review. Subscribe and review. Leave a five-star review. And make sure you also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at It's Your You Are. I-T-S-U-R World Pod underscore. Thank you. And here we go. individual to me really yeah I, I, I think that's the cool part about the show is i'm really finding out about people mm-hmm. that i know yeah personally and some people i've known for years and like my last guest I didn't know she did art did not know she did art since she was a child and she's like a teacher now she actually sells pieces she actually goes across the country wow. and does like like not painting sips but like you can come and watch her do art pieces in front of you live and I thought that was dope as fuck. That's cool. But I had no idea she did this. <laughs> and I, I know her since I was like 16. <laughs> so, when I say complex, I mean you are very different, dude. Like, you, you seem like dude. really shy. Like, it was like, dude, I don't think y'all know Jess. Like, like, I think if I were to take you to like a family dinner or something like mm-hmm. that, it would be very hard to explain you. <laughs> But like prefacing the family, right. like for who yeah, I am. Yeah, because yeah. you do comedy, which I don't even know was that on purpose or you just happened to walk into that or like how was that? You draw? I didn't know you drew. I didn't know you painted and all that yeah. stuff. And then photography, some stuff I seen on your Instagram, I thought was pretty interesting and shit like that. I'm like, wow, this person does a lot of different things. So when I first started my job here. One of the perks of being an employee is, like, you get one free class. Okay. And then I just went into my boss. I was like, I've been kind of thinking about doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And then 20 minutes later, I get an email. You're signed up for Tuesdays. That's it. I'm like, well. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Yeah, the same day, the same hour. Like when I was like, oh, great. And then it was like, first class is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. How overwhelming was that? <laughs> well, we were, you were there for the first True. class. And it was really fun. Mm-hmm. We talked about Halloween or something. Yeah, I think that was the very first stand-up course I took here at Second City. You... And we were actually recording this here at oh. the infamous... Oh no, if infamous is negative, so let's say uh, the renowned Second City, a Chicago location where mm-hmm. I'm sitting with Jess Fang, artist, comic, <laughs> photographer, doodler, whatever. <laughs> she does all this dope shit, and I thought it was pretty dope to have her on. 
the show and just uh, let you guys figure out who she is from this show. So we'll see. Maybe I can figure out who I am from this show. Really? <laughs> is that, is, is that, I, I okay, I, I have a platform for someone to learn who they are on my show. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a compliment. I'll take that. Yeah, dude. So just took the second city course for stand up and mm-hmm. like what what else, man? Like how did Chicago come about? Because we were talking about that earlier yeah. too. So I'm from California, and I came to Chicago when I went to college. Mm-hmm. So I went to Northwestern, and I studied communications. <laughs> communications, though. I mean, Northwestern is still a great school. I actually mm-hmm. thought I was going to end up going to Northwestern. Really? But I never got the scholarship offer to go oh. to Northwestern. So. Well, it's their loss. Well, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> and rest up, uh, Coach Walker, he was also there. Um, but yeah, Northwestern for college, communications, mm-hmm. still Northwestern, though, but go ahead. So I studied communications, and then I graduated a year earlier than my class because mm-hmm. I more hands-on learning. I like more hands-on learning, so I graduated, and I did freelance design for about a year, and I kind of traveled and did that. Wow pick these cities that I wanted to go to and I like stayed in hostels mm. so I would like go explore the city during the day and then I would do these like graphic design projects for clients I've okay. met or talked to or been referred to okay add graphic designer to her uh, <laughs> resume as well I told y'all she has a lot of different shit she's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah, so I did that for about a year and that I was kind of a nomad mm. and I guess a few months ago before I started Second City I moved to Chicago with my boyfriend of the time Mm -hmm. and then we moved to wisconsin for a little bit and then i got a job in chicago and then here i am yeah so you've been in a lot of different places yeah i like to travel how how is the traveling experience like contribute to who you are and what you're doing now it's stimulus it's like it makes there's so many creative juices everywhere with the food the people that you meet the like nature Mm -hmm. hikes i I really like staying at hostels because you meet people from, like, oh, all different worlds. The hostels here in the U.S. or yes, overseas? Like, where were you? I I stayed in hostels in San Francisco and Portland. Okay. And then I, like, couch surfed in, like, Louisiana, um, Boston, New York. And then I went to places in Japan, China, and Taiwan. But those were staying with family. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I've been like, this is why I say like you're so complex and like interesting. It's like a lot of people are afraid to just pick up and just go somewhere else that they don't know anyone, and then just by by yourself too, or were you? It was by myself for most of it. Internationally, I had either my mom, but in in like in the nation, I was by myself. And occasionally here and there, I'll meet people from hostels. Okay. You're brave, man. Like, you're a brave <laughs> woman. And Thanks. I thought it would be cool to talk to you and just sit. I think we, we talk, but not like, I don't know, like. Really talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was more so just with stand-up and then, like, before yeah. class and everything like that. It was just like, okay, let's get, what can we fit into this 30-minute yeah. time? <laughs> it was, like, bullshit before we have to go to class. But, um, like, graphic design, like, how did that start? And, like, from communications to graphic design yeah. to uh, all these changes, man, just fucking dope. <laughs> I don't really know. I've always liked drawing as a kid and once I I did more of I I studied communications but I got a design certificate so I did more of my concentration in ideation and design communications and 
I, it's just something that I really like. I started doing logos for small companies and small businesses and helping them with their branding strategy, doing their websites. For, and they're all for like small businesses and it was just great talking to each individual person mm -hmm. and to figure out their passion so that really like continued me with graphic design because it was just so inspirational right. to talk to people just, and just like bounce back that energy yeah, I mean okay, cool, okay right. and then you just decide <laughs> I'm going to stop oh, working yeah, on this and I'm going to go somewhere else or I'm going to stop working on this I'm going to start doing something else or are you still working on that now I'm still doing freelance now I'm like exploring different mediums besides graphic design now like <laughs> like painting okay i did wood burning last summer what is that pyro it's called pyrography okay and it's basically where you have slabs of wood and you have a really hot pen mm -hmm. and you just carve into it and make designs okay yeah so i did that for a summer <laughs> And, and I also just that was just an idea that you, you just came up with, or was that a Groupon you found somewhere? <laughs> I <laughs> so wish. That's the only way you could come across that. So it was uh, just something that somebody mentioned, and you just were like, fuck it, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I've drawn on a lot of different types of things. Why not wood? That, yeah, that's very interesting. Huh? It was great. I, I was in an art show last summer. Dude, you are that fucking good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is why it would be hard to explain. Yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah, she does a lot of things, and she's fucking great at them. People pay her to do a lot of the shit that she does. She's that amazing. I, I don't know. I feel like this, you're, like, putting it in such a big... <laughs> okay, so just talk about, like, podcasting. Okay. I want to be a great podcaster. And want to hopefully get paid to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that right now. But when did you tell that story? It seems like it was just like, I'm going to go and try this. Amazing. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. No, okay, so let's put a timeline behind mm -hmm. it. Okay. Um, well, the art thing was a little... That was a short... Okay, that's an exception. <laughs> I... Well, I, like, try... It was within, like, a month or two months. Well, see, that doesn't happen to regular people. <laughs> but I've been drawing for, so like, long. like, 23 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not count the first two years of my life, so 21 years. It <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So you've just been doing this for so long, so... It, drawing is very natural. Um, also, also, it's not... It comes naturally. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's not easy when you explore different mediums and experiment, but the thing about art is, when you make a mistake, you can just... No one knows you yeah, make a mistake. And you just use that line and kind of curve it and right. call it abstract. <laughs> That's what I do. That's my trick. Uh, I just told everyone my secret now. Yeah, I don't know if that's really a secret, because sometimes when I fuck up the set, then I just be like, uh, right, yeah, cool. don't make me nervous. You have a natural stage presence. Oh, like, really? when you, like, do stand-up, it's funny because when we watch you do stand-up, it's, we can never tell when you're messing up. You just kind of, like, chuckle and play it off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, Jordan is another level of stand-up comedian. We knew that since the first day of class. Like, it was, like, yeah. 
jokes within jokes, and I'm here, and your levels are right. No, that's, okay, look, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> I just feel like I was talking to another comic, like, mm-hmm. two weeks ago on episodes, like, how funny are you? Like, what's your comedy age? It's like, are you oh. lunchroom table funny? Are you, you know, family living room funny? Like, okay, okay. I feel like I'm still family living room funny right now, so, but everybody's like, oh, you're great. Like, <laughs> no, not yet. So what, what are, like, if it's lunchroom... Is there water, water coolers first, right? Mm. Lunchroom, family mm. living room. But what's higher than family living room? I would say uh, United Center funny. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, State Arena funny. No. Whoa. <laughs> Just, I guess it would be according to venue. So put okay. it that way. According to venue. But, um, That's a good scale. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty solid. That's solid. Yeah, so where did you decide, like... I'm actually going to start doing shows with this comedy stuff. Like, because the way that you mentioned it is like, okay, 20 minutes later, I had a, sh- I had a class lined up, I had made some friends, and now we're doing shows for random strangers. <laughs> that should be our tagline. <laughs> now we're doing shows. Uh, uh, actually, after our class, I stopped doing stand-up. Really? So I stopped hitting up open mic, I stopped doing all this other stuff, because I took improv, I started taking improv mm-hmm. classes, and I still am. But then, in... Like April and May and June, mm-hmm. that's when someone asked me to do a set at their show. Wow. And I was like, okay, I haven't been doing this for four months, but I'll try it. Right. And I did it. And I was like, wow, I forgot how much I actually like, like being on stage and making people laugh. And then I was actually looking at venues to do an art show. And Matilda's, our right. show, yeah, our show that we did on 420. Uh, I actually really like that place and I was supposed to be one of the venues for my art show but the space wasn't big enough for what I imagined. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not host a stand-up show? Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be fairly small since it was my first time like putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And it there was a great turnout. Right, it, was, it was actually <laughs> standing room only, like legitimately all you could do was stand up. Yeah. <laughs> and still a lot of people stayed and listened to all the sets and it was mm-hmm. great. And then after that, Marla asked me to be in her show and then Irene had her show. And I was just like, why not? If someone asks me, then I'll do, do it. it. But I haven't really been actually like going out and looking for shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the like, hardest thing too. When, you, when I first started, the same thing. It was like, okay, well, we're going to start doing comedy, but how do you find a job? Basically, mm-hmm. so it's like, there's no Indeed or stand-up comedy. Yeah. There's no LinkedIn for stand-up comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. That would be pretty fucking awesome, but it's not one of those. If you take that idea and you run with it, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Hopefully, I can get like a percentage of that. But the whole thing for me was like, just the first time somebody asked me, like, man, you know what? I want you to come do a showcase. I'm like, okay. I don't, I didn't know I was good enough mm-hmm. for that, but all right, you know, what was that feeling for you? Like, just, you know, like, like you just said, okay, I guess I'll do it, but like, did oh. you, were you blushing? Were you <laughs> smitten by that? I wouldn't say smitten, but I was kind of shocked. Mm. Because it was at, we were at a party, that's how I met the person, and then someone mentioned that I do stand-up or something, I'm like, I don't, I do, I took one stand-up class, and then he messaged me a few weeks later, to be down, I'm like, hey, I haven't done stand-up in four months, he's like, it's okay, come do a set, and then it just kind of sprung off of that, Mm. so I was more like, whoa, I'm just giving you little warnings here, (laughs) like... Little, I don't think I'm that good, but okay. I, I really, I honestly, in my stand-up acts, I really just talk about embarrassing drunk yeah. moments. Yeah. That's part of, like, how it starts off, is you end up self-deprecating. Yeah. To start off the most. And 
then you get into like material and things like that like that shit you can only do that for so long yeah and like have you taken strides to just be like okay maybe i should really just start writing this because <laughs> the only reason why i say that is because you do so many different types of art mm-hmm. um and it's really like you take the time you sit down you put the effort in you just come up with different things when you're drawing and shit like that or graphic design you know influences mm-hmm. and stuff you know if you put time into it and you wrote stuff you think that you would be fucking dope as fuck dude. i i really see i am intimidated by how many people that are really hilarious and that are doing stand-up like at irene show oh my goodness everyone in our class has gone insanely better i'm especially about seeing zacko perform i was like wow shout out to him yeah he's hot and (laughs) (laughs) he's a good comment that's all i'm saying i don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay you can admit that he's he's an attractive male i mean Sacco is pretty funny. He's got a lot of tattoos. That's all I'm going to say. He's built. And <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, no, but like people are. <clears throat> and Chicago is such a big hub for True. comedy. And I feel like I'm just like this tiny fish. And if I really want to do well in comedy, I should be putting in a lot no more way. time. Mm-hmm. And right now it's. I'll put in the time when I can, mm-hmm. but I, my focus is Something more else. like art. And I think that's one of the impressive things about working with people to get them on the show mm-hmm. and also working with other comics and different stuff like that or different artists we all have our certain standard yeah. like i'm not gonna do it if i'm not putting this much effort i'm mm-hmm. not gonna take it this serious if i'm not putting this much time into it and i think that's interesting to feel like all these different types of artists have or creatives have the same idea about you know what they're putting out like does yeah. that come with a sense of pride for you when you're doing your art or was it for pride i wouldn't say it's pride it's more i when i do comedy sets it's very therapeutic Mm. wow because i'm i'm like talking about these embarrassing moments that happened in my life i was embarrassed about these and i'm not anymore and i could share it so other people can laugh and when i do art it's also very therapeutic i only really do art to relax i don't really do it for any other purpose Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> and like the f- like the photos that you're talking about, those are people who have approached me and it's like, hey, I want to do a photo shoot. Would you like to be in it? Or like, hey, um, I this clothing shop and a photographer, they were like doing a collab and they sent him like 10 outfits. <clears throat> like they sent him 10 outfits and they're like, oh. Um, and the photographer reached out to me. I was like, hey, do you want to wear this mm-hmm. to this event or like everything that i really do is just to either help people or to help me relax yeah wow what <laughs> i didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> really because I, I feel like it's one of those things where everything can be therapeutic anything could be therapeutic true chocolate <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you can yeah. see i just had a milky word i just see that. <laughs> help me so much Usa. see namaste <laughs> What did you um, for me it's more so just talking shit like <laughs> in a way like because i've always had a smart mouth mm-hmm. i've always been like when you've been the target sometimes for some more shit it's just like okay well finally i don't get to be the target anymore i'm just about to start just talking about any and everything yeah and i think it's a sense of freedom for me i and like that the idea of actually having a right 
fucking use in that right mm-hmm. like nobody nobody people don't really take think deep into things like that and i think for me it's more so being just you've been taught it as like this athlete that's all you really are that's what you're supposed to be you're in this box you're an athlete all you do is play you play football you went to school that's that's it that's yeah. all you do but that's like no i'm way more denser than that yeah i'm challenging people with ideas and i'm saying out of my mouth for my freedom of speech or whatever <laughs> and people don't really think that you're consciously utilizing it or you're you're purposely saying something if, if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah it makes as sense. opposed to being like just saying stupid shit ah, ah, and then yeah. people shocked by it like no i'm actually going to use my right the freedom freedom of speech i'm going to use it in purposely to make you think purposely to challenge you and ideas and different mm-hmm. stuff like that but um I might try to do some therapy stuff, talk about some <laughs> things like that. I, I mean, you do talk, a lot of your bits, you do talk true. about, like, when you're, like, when I was a kid, kid yeah. size. <laughs> yeah, the I remember that one. Yeah, the fun, um, right. So yeah. you do do a lot of that, in your, yeah. and you're talk, you talk about your girlfriend, mm. and, like, um, why aren't you dating? <laughs> yeah, that was Yeah, I, that is one of my favorite jokes. I haven't spent that one in a long time. I'm saying, like, I'm a rapper. I haven't spent that in a while. But that idea, to me, of therapy... It's, it's, it's intriguing to me, one, because you actually are great at a lot of things. And I keep saying, I know I'm, like, pumping you up, but it's just really impressive to hear someone say, like, oh, this is this is how I relax. I just put dope shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's so subjective, in a way. True. Yeah. But when you look at your IG and you see, like, a doodle that's fucking amazing, it's like, like... Like again, unlike I'm liking and unlike it just because it's like that's a doodle that you mm-hmm. I think you drew something in a at a diner or something yeah. like that. And it was just like wow, like Oh, so those the dining doodles, mm-hmm. it's where I've actually so I started doing this thing where I eat something and I usually go out with my friends when I eat because you know struggling artists with money you only really <laughs> gotta make the most out of it. True. Um, and we would go there and order and then once we're all hanging out I like to doodle mm-hmm. so I'll just kind of doodle what I ate and then after a few of those some restaurants will reach out to me they're like hey how about you come in we'll this draw for us. Amazing shoes, <laughs> it happened three times well it's never happened for some people that's, that's <laughs> yeah but then this hardest part for me was once they're like you can invite two guests mm-hmm. and then we'll have these meals the hardest part for me was having to sit there and draw it without eating it like watch like just it was so good like, yeah i was like i have i'm going hungry staring at this food while i'm drawing it so mm. what i ended up doing is taking a photo of it mm. enjoying it and then drawing it afterwards okay. so you take it in too yeah so, but that's a whole different angle of artistry that you yeah. more like illustration that you're talking about that is like that could actually be a part of that could be a thing you know where someone goes oh, i'm gonna take a picture of some food i'm gonna eat the food <laughs> enjoy the food taste the food yeah and then we we'll put it out in art and i'm a paper and yeah. I, don't know, I guess i'm being obnoxious about talking no, like this. you should just you should do the commercial for me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can see it now, just like a montage of you going to all these different places. And the thing is, it's like pretty solid places. It's not like Hooters or anything like that. Hooters would be a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you yeah. come up with that idea to just start drawing shit at, while you eat? Like, I, Who doesn't want to see pictures of food, you know? Mm. Oh, I mean, I like food enough to want to draw it. Sometimes they're just in my dreams. Mm-hmm. And I did a whole like bit on like sushi. 
I, I did like this graphic illustration on sushi because I've been craving it for like a whole month. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to channel it into this one image. Wow. But sushi is pretty interesting when you look at it. I don't, right? I'm, I'm not really like a sushi eater like that. But when you see it, it's really like colors, it's yeah. textures, all these different textures together and shit like that. Like I think, yeah, that's pretty dope though. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but maybe. I've, it's, yeah. I've just been focusing so much on, like, this new, like, career path that I haven't really been putting too much in my art mm. and exploring other things. So I'm trying to get back into it. So the career path of which thing that you're amazing at? We're mm. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, my current job mm. is a designer. Okay. Uh, um, so right now I'm at the Second City, and on Monday I'll be starting a new job mm. as a, uh, the fancy term is like, graphic designer and brand manager? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll be doing that, more brand experience. Well, 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 since you haven't started yet, let's talk about the experience at Second City with that. Idea. Okay. What is that like, taking that creative aspect in a very creative place where you got so many different things coming at you? I feel like that's... That's a interesting question because, like you just said before we started, it's like you got comics, you got mm-hmm. writers, you got improv artists, you got sketch comedy artists. Like, what was that like working with them and like doing the design? Here? Were you doing marketing or you know? It's actually I feel like a lot of people have this idea of the Second City, mm-hmm. and when you work here, it's gonna be all of that right. in one. But it was actually not. <laughs> it's. A lot of what we do in the art department is we work with marketing and we work with different departments, but we help build their flyers. We help build their digital ads. It's a lot of um, a lot of production work at most times, but there's a lot of fun to it, like doing pitches for the new main stage and ETCs. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot more production work. There is fun times, but it's not as like hoopla. Like everyone thinks it's <laughs> All like, over the place. yeah. The people are really fun. The producers that we work with are really great. They're also like really busy, but mm-hmm. just it's never not a fun time when you talk to people because there's always someone like goofing around, just like really living <laughs> or at play. That's what we say when you take yeah. your. Uh improv class here mm-hmm. so what's the next move for you other than that new job are you going to do the comedy thing more or are you going to do art more or just going to get your feet wet there first and get a foundation in there well I do know that I'm going to stop taking on as many freelance clients so less of the stuff that I don't want to be focusing my energy on and really branching out on doing sh- producing shows mm. Like, when I, when, after the Mary Jane's Ass Play show, Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed doing that. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily, I don't know if I necessarily want to do a set next time. Maybe host. Yeah. I think I would have more fun hosting. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of work, because I do that shit for this. For it's like, man, I do not want... Like, the thing is, well, you actually are pretty savvy with Instagram. Like... I could, and I want to focus more on, like, creating a social presence. And, like, yeah, it's just I don't have enough... You have to put in a lot of time to it. True. Yeah. And that's one of the things where you talk to the different guests I've had on the show, saying, like, sometimes I wake up, I don't want to look at myself. Like, yeah. I just had a conversation with my buddy earlier. He's like, man, 
all I do is search and get on Google and look up. The, the internet is killing me slowly. I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all of us, bro. <laughs> like, Your thumb's probably starting to get an extra muscle from scrolling. Like, like what does that mean in like evolution? Like, we're gonna have people thumbs like are, super, yeah. <laughs> super thumbs. Our thumbs are gonna be a little heavier, and we're all gonna, our hands are gonna start turning in. And like, I don't know. But like, that's the thing where we just like. Dude, sometimes I wake up and I do not. I don't want to look at a screen. I don't want to check yeah. an email or anything. But then I have to go to work. So. Yeah. I honestly feel like we won't even have thumbprints because I'll just be like rubbing. Yeah, but no, I agree. Mm -hmm. There's just so much focus is on social media and just being on your phone. Mm -hmm. But it's a part of how we live now. Like market True. now. A lot of us were. Are, like the Matildas was a lot of it was word of mouth. And I, like I said, I didn't think, I don't think I had a lot of um, activity on it from my end, mm -hmm. but just from everybody that showed up, like that was pretty <laughs> dope. Like that was yeah. impressive that, you know, some people who just decided that, oh, we're going to put on a show after we take our stand up course. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty successful. And so this next show that I want to do, mm -hmm. I want to start doing like ticket sales. Like when I was in college, I loved throwing parties. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and this started is... early too. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> and we would always hold our like get-togethers at like my apartment because I just love hosting people and getting everyone together. together. And that's just something I've always never really knew I really liked until we threw that show. I can see it now. You're gonna be like this entertainment mogul. <laughs> yeah, and I also sell multi-million dollar art pieces that I made myself. <laughs> Honestly, who knows? Because everything so far has been such a temporary thing in my life. I haven't really found that like some that one thing that clicked. Yeah. I think I was happy to find comedy or stand up because to me it's just like I enjoy it so much. Like I, yeah. I like it's hard when you start something and then you think about like just brainstorming ideas, which we'll get into our next thing like influence and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But um. Just doing all these different things, and you finally sit down and say, "All right, I'm. I want to say this on stage." Yeah. And it works. Like, not saying like I'm amazing at yeah. it, but like I, I, you get a sense of gratitude when it's amazing or it works, and people laugh the first time. You know? Yeah. Then you get to build more on top of that. So, like for me, that's what it is. Like, I, I feel like it wouldn't work for me in music or something like that. Rapping? Yeah, because, because like, I mean, Kanye tried it with, like, changing, you know, he changed <laughs> yeah. the Life of Pablo album and did all stuff, but I don't think it got the reception he wanted it to. Yeah. And when you do a comedy bit, you can say one line, boom, that's hilarious. Then you go do another mic, say one line, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. You say another line on, on top of that one, oh, that's yeah. even more funny, you know? So I think for me, it's just about building and putting it together that, you know, it sticks with me. I feel like there's a lot of people who are very natural mm -hmm. at stand up like me, comedy, mm -hmm. and even without even having to put in like a lot of work, just natural presence mm -hmm. is funny. And when you do put in that work, wow, you're yeah. really good. So that's where the jokes, under the jokes, under the jokes are. And I think from the people that I've met, you are one of those people. Oh, and there are people in our class, I really do think, like Tad, for example. Yeah. Tad is hilarious. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's like, dude, are you even trying right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's just some people that you meet or just, when you meet them, you're like, okay, I think you're hilarious naturally and on, you have great stage presence. Some people are hilarious naturally and don't have great stage presence. True. And you're lucky if you found stand-up and you have those ticks. Mm-hmm. Like, check marks. There yeah, you go. But even, like, with, with like, Taz, like, dude, 
just say it confidently and like let it go and, and watching him grow on stage oh, is yeah. pretty amazing like he went from like walking around like pacing like dude alright you got it alright yeah. and once he started doing that it's like alright he really believes that his shit is funny and like his last set that we saw I was like was great dude like you really getting way better like, yeah like the the Yoshi bit was nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that was great but yeah man like you're right but what is it going to take for something to stick to just fang <laughs> or for you to stick to something. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll figure it. I mean, I hope I figure it out eventually. I feel like I just turned 23 and it's like, wow, I still am struggling to pay rent, but it's okay. <laughs> I think that's one thing too you learn that it's not your parents don't tell you how bad it really is so you grow up oblivious to like oh, real yeah. life sometimes. But like that aspect of it and it doesn't get as bad as quick, baby. <laughs> Yeah. It's bad, but don't get that bad fast. And you can really appreciate that when you when you're growing. Definitely. You trying to do different things. But what was like what was it like growing up for you? Like that you just came into this idea that I can pretty much try whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> like, cause I feel like that has to be instilled in you, or did, did that just was that just an idea? Like, I want to go to school for communications and then do something else. Cause a lot of people do that too. It kind of, honestly, my parents were, when I was little, I wanted to be, like, a fashion designer. My parents, my mom worked in the fashion industry. She kind of was like, I don't think you should be a fashion designer because the industry is really difficult. You're going to study, 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 go to an amazing school, do this, get into, like, get into a big company. And it was just kind of the, you know, in a way, very traditional, like, Asian upbringing. I was lucky enough to take art classes and kind of pursue that to make a portfolio to supplement me getting into a good school. It was never really like, you should go to art school. A lot of the times I felt like they, in the beginning, they wanted to push like economics and like marketing, but I tried one class and I barely made it. <laughs> Numbers just don't do well with me. I think for me, it's like, I just kind of never... I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with numbers <laughs> because I think it's like I enjoy the challenge. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. And it's really weird and maybe sick in a kind of way. <laughs> I mean, how much do you enjoy it? That's not, not enough to like go take a job it. where I have <laughs> the statistics all the time. But yeah, it's just like man, I really enjoy the challenge because, like you, mm-hmm. I try a lot of different things and hadn't really felt like stuff was really sticking yeah or difficult yeah or like like you can do different things like man i'm pretty good at this if i stick with this i can go in that direction it's like oh my god i'm just so interested in all these different things like from yeah you wouldn't believe half the stuff like horseback riding like really Like competitively? Archery, like shooting, all different types of stuff that I did as a kid growing up and like being exposed to those different yeah. things. So like you said with your art class and stuff where I was able to go and have those certain experiences and everything like that. But I never got to do it when I came back home for different mm-hmm. stuff. But it's like, man, you can really be good at so many different things and not even know it in some cases. I'm good at like art in particular but not necessarily other things in my life when i was little my parents took me to do like badminton and like swimming and piano goodness i played saxophone for a little bit i even took ballet for three days can you believe me play i said play ballet (laughs) that's how much (laughs) doing ballet doing the ballet right 
Like, I do have that joke about the karate right. thing. Like, yeah. Dude, you can be a black belt if you really focus on this. You know this, but it's like, no, no I don't want to do that. But then again, even like sports. So, yeah. basketball is pretty decent for that. Mm. Football, like I said, I played at a high level and got the opportunity to actually try and make it to the professional. Like, to even get that close. It's is, amazing. Right. But the whole idea of just trying different things, it really kind of, um, it's something that I think a lot of people should try and yeah. at least like a foot in it. Like, yeah. just put your toe in it. You know? <laughs> Maybe a little altos. Right. But like, you never really know. And, mm-hmm. and I think that was one of the things that interested me about you. That, mm-hmm. like I said, like, you do all this different stuff. And, like, when did you really realize, like, I am pretty awesome at this like what was that like if, if, it, if it was stand-up if it was graphic design if yeah. it was the py- pyro pyography pyrography i can't really right. say it either <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know like what was it that you realized like I uh, can do this. when people started offering to pay it, they started doing that back when i was high school like i'll pay you to draw this poster i'll pay you to do this t-shirt design mm-hmm. and it started i didn't start accepting money until after college it was more a bartering system buy me dinner buy me drinks like stuff like that until after college i was like people started paying me and that's when freelance design started and for the pyrography really was the art show i was like can this really be a thing and people bought stuff i sold one of my pieces but keep in mind this was in evanston where northwestern was so people people bougie there but one guy bought one of my pieces he was like how much and i just threw out a number and he bought it for 300 dollars. and i cried on the spot i cried i was like no and I, I was like, can I hug you? And he was like, sure. I was bawling, and I was like, can I hug you? Yeah. And it was, that I think when, I still do, I do not think I am good at stand-up I, comedy. I, I don't think anybody ever really thinks they're good at it until other people, like, validated or but it's I feel like the people that I do ask are like my friends who see the show or some like date that I bring I'm like oh what did you think oh you were funny you were really good I was like oh thanks I don't know if your opinion matters right now I'm kidding (laughs) I'm kidding it did it does matter because I'm there having fun but I don't know if it's good enough to the point where I should continue but I mean I think you can get a lot of people say you can't really get good at comedy, like you can't get better at it. But I think you can, you can get technique. Let's put it that way. Like technical skills and like trades. You can get like a technique where the shit that you say makes people chuckle. <laughs> chuckle? Like, like, like as far as comedy. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, but at the same time, some people think that they can go up there and have a shitty set and still get paid, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. <laughs> at open mics, it's so difficult to see, like, these people bomb and another half do great, but other people not laugh at all or twitch. Comedy is so subjective. True, but at the same time, you can't... I don't think you can go into a room and know exactly yeah. who is going to like what. And I had to kind of, like, people were like, know the room, or know this, like, yeah, sometimes it's just like, can't read it. yeah, either this shit is going to work, or it's not, so, if I'm getting paid, I'm getting paid, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to buy. I think that's the, mm-hmm. like, people mm-hmm. would probably think that it's a lazy way to be a comic, but I 
feel like that's almost the best way to be a comic. Unless, yeah. like, like, one of the most difficult shows I ever did was, like, a 60th birthday party. Wow. And it was so like... So, you knew your audience. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like a room full of old black women. <laughs> yeah. A room full of old black women. Just like, so that's going to be like... And it's like being in a room like your aunties, your granny. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> it was decent. It was yeah. pretty decent. Uh-huh. And I even like stumbled a little bit and like something I was saying because it was just like, oh, like, I don't like, know. like you could just feel the heat just yeah. coming out. Like all the black girl madness. <laughs> you know. But uh, I just was like, tr- hold it together. Mm-hmm get through and like you said you can know the audience and like even some of the stuff that i was saying would come off offensive or whatever and like i was talking about age and everything like whatever like y'all kind of vintage or y'all like yeah Yeah. like my mom came up to me was like some of the ladies were offended like yeah but it's hilarious (laughs) so it's like you gotta really believe what you're saying Mm -hmm. so i I don't know yeah you read about that but what's next man other than work what's next well, back to going back to like events, I want to like try producing more shows and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And I want to still start, keep taking improv. Mm-hmm. I'm at Second City. I'm a level D right now. Okay, that's what and, I'm yeah, Ooh, so level congrats. E. Gonna join the club. I finished it. <laughs> Thank you. It's so much fun. It's just it's kind of like a mental break from mm-hmm. True. your whole reality. True, because yeah. True, you come up with some weird shit in those rooms. Yeah, and you just really bond with the people that you moved to class to class with. Right. And so after that. Honestly, I really do think this new job will take a lot of my time. With the free time, I want to produce shows mm-hmm. and occasionally do some art. Yeah. Don't stop, dude. I, <laughs> I won't start, but I want to start working with people. I'm able to help you with what you like to do and just like kind of bounce back on like what we're, how we are in life. Mm-hmm. And I want to do like work with photographers. I want to work with restaurants and I work with businesses. Like, I don't, there's so much to do in so little time. That's what I'm really getting at. You yeah. Really yeah. I just, I'm just happy that you took the time to be on the show and everything. Oh, I'm happy too. But before we wrap up, I have okay. like two things left. Okay. First thing is, so I have a uh, Kanye confidence level, right? Where you're <laughs> able to decide where you are with your confidence and what you're working on on the discography of Mr. Kanye West. So it goes from okay. college dropout to yay now instead of life of Pablo. Oh. So, so where is your confidence at right now? With just everything? Mm-hmm. Oh man, so, so, from, so from college dropout to yay, which is yay. Now. It would honestly be early 20s millennial trying to figure out like, still like not able to really afford rent but getting there that's so my confidence <laughs> no it's I mean I finished college it's, no the album the album oh my god right. I thought you were talking about uh, no, college like that. no no the album <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much cause you're saying all these things about I don't feel that mm. and I want to get to the point where I feel that that's real. Yeah. But when do you get to that point? Is that the, like... When you say it, when you compliment me in it, I'll, it I would, instead of being like, oh, thank you, you know, <laughs> I can be like, thank you. I know. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's there. That's yeah. <laughs> right, that's real. That's yeah, real. I, but I don't want to get there, you know, that's mm-hmm. a little too much. Mm-hmm. But I just want to be able to comfortably say, like, thank you, I really appreciate that, man. And I do really appreciate it, but I'm just like... 
You're so kind. Drive a podcast. I think I gotta say it like that to make it sound good. Hopefully, it'll catch on. You know, that would be dope. Get a spot somewhere. Okay, anyway, um, thanks for tuning in this week's episode with my guest, Jess Fang. She's pretty amazing, people. She does a lot of good shit. She does a lot of different things, and that's what kind of interested me to have her on the show. She, yeah, I don't even know. Like I said, I wouldn't even know how to start or where to start with her. Again, artist, um, Painter, pyographer, pyography, or whatever that cool thing is. Look that up. That shit is sick. Um, it's pretty dope. Also, um, follow her on IG. At J-J-E-S-S-F-A-N-G. She's on IG. You can get the link to her website there as well. Where you'll be able to contact her. Hire her on for some freelance work or some marketing, whatever you guys are thinking. And then you also might be able to check her out on the bill with me somewhere. Um, we should be putting on a few more shows. Uh, we probably want to have one at the end of August or so. Right before the summer's out. And I don't think, I don't know. It, maybe she'll host. And even then if she hosts, then you guys will get to see the kind of talent she has on stage as well. With her comedy. For you people with dirty minds. But yeah, also subscribe and review. Leave me a five-star review, people. Leave me a five-star review. If you like the show, tell somebody about it. If you don't like the show, tell somebody about it. The more eyes and ears we have on this podcast, the bigger and sooner, the bigger it'll get and the sooner it'll take off. Yeah, and also, don't forget that we do have a sponsor. We are a grown-up podcast. ShopSMZ.com. You can pick up some new stuff heading into uh, the tail end of summer here, ladies. And fellas, if you want to get your girl something, I don't know, you know, for a night out, you know, do a date night, some jewelry or something. You get some, what's it say here? You'll find a collection of jewelry, clothing, and self-esteem. If you use the code JAB, you get 15% off any order. If you use the code JAB2, you get $20 off orders over 100 bucks. Again, that's ShopSMG.com. Yeah, man, um... Again, thank you for the consistency with all the listens we've been getting, all the plays and everything like that. We're also on SoundCloud. I don't know. I've never really mentioned the SoundCloud page on the show. I don't know why. But, yeah, check us out on SoundCloud as well. And let somebody know about the show, people. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, see you next week. Or talk to you next week. Ow.